Always beating and doozing, never cheating or choosing. 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 I'm stuck. Beating, doozing, never cheating or choosing. Always beating, doozing, never cheating or choosing. Always beating, doozing, never cheating or choosing. Always beating, doozing, never cheating. Uh, hello, everybody. Hello, folks, and uh, welcome to the third episode of The Stick, the internet's number one and best uh, Homestar Runner podcast. I forgot the joke I was going to do to open this podcast up. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to My Brother Strong, My Brother Strong and Me, the uh, an advice show for... Uh, <laughs> an advice show for Strong Badia. The, invi- uh, the advice show for the gun-having era. <laughs> I, I'm your eldest brother, so Strong Mad. Uh, I'm your middleest brother, Travis Bad. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm your youngest brother, Foxface Bad. 30 under 30, media luminary. Foxface. <laughs> she, actually, she actually made the list this year. That came out like last night. She, Foxface was like number 26 on there. <laughs> God, hey, by the way, when is Forbes going to recognize Sonic Fox? Because he absolutely deserves to have been. He, like, my that man deserves to have been on a 30 under 30 list, like, like since, like, two years ago. And he has not been on there yet once. Oh, absolutely. Which is fucking like, even criminal. Even before Dragon Ball Fighters came out. Oh, yeah, no. Like, that man was just, like, he was a Netherrealm fucking menace. He got he cut his teeth on Skullgirls. He's been running around. He's been running around the fighting game since he was, like, 14. He is one of the most well-paid fighting game players in history, and he's 20, and he is still a full-time student. He literally cannot legally drink and is a full-time student, <laughs> in addition to flying everywhere every weekend. God, I'm sorry. Sonic Fox is just a role model. Yeah, any, anyways, folks, uh, my name is uh, Eden. <laughs> haven't introduced ourselves yet. Uh, my name is uh, Eden. Uh, this, is, uh, the, this is The Stick, and I'm here with uh, David. Hello. And here we have uh, co- uh, my uh, co-host, uh, well, not my co-host, the server queen from uh, server queen and host of HKIP, as well as is, it's Fear Baiting the, and the Wonder Yerks. That is a very good name for a podcast. Uh, we have, uh, I've, I've long said that my talent is just naming podcasts because <laughs> every time we do a bit on one, of, on one of my podcasts where we come up with a fake podcast, I am always able to rattle off a stupid but good enough nickname uh, uh, on the spot it's 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 my only improv talent i'm responsible for i'm responsible for such things as the front bottoms list the front bottoms podcast the back dicks or the harry potter <laughs> the harry potter rewatch podcast <laughs> fantastic beasts and where to watch them <laughs> fantastic beasts and how to get all of them <laughs> put, gotta get them well, yeah i don't have a bit for this i just kind of started talking hoping which well uh anyways today we are talking about the uh the recurring uh, the recurring segment on homestar runner the uh cheat commandos the very very blatant uh gi joe parody uh the just, existence of which on the site is just wild to begin with what i love about the, it's it's one of i think it's one of the first ones they did where it's just completely divorced from just about anything in the actual show <laughs> beyond the fact that it contains the cheat type things in it. It's 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 long been my favorite. I think it's long been my favorite Homestar Runner thing. Do do you have a favorite cheat commando, Sarah? Um, a, a, are we talking cartoon or like cheat commando? Uh, I let, let's go with actual cheat commando. What which character is your favorite cheat commando? Um, I. Th- I think that's gonna have to be. Oh my god, I've com- I've completely spaced on everyone's names. Holy shit, Krakatoj! Krakatoj, <laughs> that guy that flies that plane. <laughs> Movie night's my favorite night. It just might be my favorite night. What? <laughs> 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 What about you, David? Oh man, I, I think I might have to say Firebert, just because the entire thing about him is that he has a really, really bad commando name. 
I mean, I have to honestly go with the, probably the obvious answer and just say my favorite is Gun Haver because that's just a really funny name that has <laughs> it really is. somehow accidentally <laughs> informed my entire sense of humor now. It's who just will, adding... But an, if an I'm eat. not here, if I can't be Gun Haver, who will have gun? <laughs> like, just the, the adding of needless ER suffixes onto words has basically become my entire like sense of humor at this point. And I feel yeah. like it's the Cheat Commando's fault. Or unless uh, Sergeant Marshy, uh, Sergeant Marshy counts from that uh, cheat commandos O's one. I don't know. Is he is Sergeant Marshy a, a cheat commando? Well, they, they made they made a toy. <laughs> He's listed as possibly on the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, possibly Sergeant Marshy, Mrs. Commanderson, and uh, Gun, Gun Habit. <laughs> That's me, actually. By the way, I'm Gun Habit. <laughs> Came in, uh, it was, uh, was discontinued by Cheapest Free Toys after they put, uh, I don't know, maybe eat it, kids, on the package. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So should we talk about, like, how the whole joke of Cheat Commando started on Homestar Runner? Yeah, was it, pro- the, it, was the, it was the one with the, uh, it was the, um, the strong Badia army female, right? Uh, yes. It, it was That's like right. a... It was like a one-off joke, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, with, fire, with Firebird, <laughs> where, where, yeah. cheap, where the cheap mage strong bad call him Firebird. <laughs> and he just, yeah, because like I mean, for me that episode, like I didn't even remember it was from that because that female's always been the home of Benedetto, primarily for me at least. <laughs> is the joke I remember from that that's female. Which Benedetto I think... is such a good character. The whole thing um, about him is that he is a popcorn machine <laughs> and he's always dying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is not germane to the topic, but I just kind of want to ask it. What's your guys' favorite female? Because for me, off the dome, my favorite is uh, Bottom 10. Bottom 10 <laughs> is really good. Shokozuma's Revenge. <laughs> this is all fat-free, right? I think Shut up, fun- <laughs> I think in terms of the one that's made me laugh hardest is probably either uh, Virus or Virus, uh, pan- virus or Pants. Or long, yeah, virus or, <laughs> or long pants or whatever the episode with that one is called. The the one that uh, the the one that I probably reference the most, and thus it probably has to be my favorite, is uh, caffeine. Caffeine, uh, which uh, I can actually. Oh, yeah, is that the one where he he makes uh, he makes strong sad drink a bunch of coffee? Yeah, he mixes a couple of heaping spoonfuls of Senka into strong sad's orange juice and collects the ensuing data. <laughs> Oh, yeah. the, the the quote that I always come back to is fruit salad, salad, salad as a rock. <laughs> God, I think that this this show is just definitely like the best for just producing complete like nonsense that are just get like jammed like a shard of glass into your brain. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like that one. It's like that one episode of The Simpsons where Homer gets an X ray and there's a crayon lodged in his brain. Like Except, that's just what that's just what Homestar Runner is to me. As it's just it's just permanent brain damage. <laughs> yeah, like I this it's weird how like that's pervasive even as an adult because like I think the words I'm Reggie Dupay like once I just think that to myself like once a week at the very least or like fucking half the shit that Hamsar says I don't even know if I like it's actually something that he says but like on the way into work this morning just like a compulsion like my eyes went black and the words I'm a Ruby Tuesday came out of my mouth I don't even know if that's something that he says but it sounds accurate enough it It, does it it might be Uh, but Ah. yeah after I think yeah after they showed up in uh, like the in armies like really briefly they, uh, I mean, it was it was literally just the cheat dressed as uh, Firebird, and then they shut up and the uh, the cheat commandos ad right with the uh, at strong with... bad making helicopter noises. Yes. Apparently, yeah, like because they also because they did actually show the cheat commando toy of Firebird at the end of Armies. It's a uh, it's a an Easter egg at the end. You can see a picture of Firebird, and the branding actually says "not a good commando name" along the side. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably um, what did it they just you know made that easter egg and they were like you know we could do a whole this we could just make a completely unrelated <laughs> series of cartoons on our website about this nonsense that's just it's just at this i'm assuming that it's it is just straight up like gi joe and the a team like it's yeah like, 
I think the um, I think the helicopter noise was also used in that one email about uh, the strong baddie of local news with sky cheat traffic. Yeah, when he's just tossing <laughs> the cheat into the air. Yeah, strong bad throwing the cheat in the air. <laughs> I I think Commandos in the classroom is like my mo- one of my most watched like sh- like Homestar Runner videos like of all. Like I think that. Um, the one where Homestar swallows a fly and uh, the bottom tense B mail. Bug and uh, mouth those, disease. Bug and mouth disease. Yes, thank you. <laughs> where he just wakes up and shouts, Strong bad, I swallowed your computer. And then he gets <laughs> into the frying pan. It's very good. It, it was uh, that was like the first Homestar Runner cartoon I think I remember discovering. But like I've seen, I've seen Commandos in the classroom so many times, and I just. I am never not thinking about that part when uh, uh, Gunhaver is explaining the uh, the peer to teen choice behavior number three, and like the infographic like pop like pops up when um, Firebird and the Blue Laser are just like standing outside, and they like both like react to it and jump back ever so slightly because <laughs> it's like because it's like a bear because like it was like the first one was, like a uh, like a, in, uh, like just you know an out like a, a bathroom marker of like a man and then a woman. And then a bear. <laughs> it's uh, I, and I, also I, the way Reynolds just says, "I've got dysentery." At the very end, is very good. I was actually banned from watching uh, Cheat Commandos, uh, Commandos in the Classroom when I was like nine or something, or I don't remember how old I was. But I was banned from watching it because of when Reynolds says, "I'm going to go home and get teen pregnant." At the beginning. <laughs> Funniest, I think that might be one of the funniest lines in like all of Homestar verse. I was my mom heard that I can't remember how, and she just completely banned me from watching <laughs> that episode. <laughs> That's really good. Oh, God. Yeah, like, Me- honestly, meanwhile, my dad is like completely obsessed with Senior Card Gauge and has been since the very beginning. Senior Card Gauge, oh god, I mean, we, we end up talking about him in every episode. So. Yeah, we're gonna have is, to do a Card Gauge a, episode. He is an omnipresent cryptid in the Homestar Runner universe, in my opinion. He's, a, he's one of the only characters that, like, I find genuinely uncomfortable to, like, sometimes have on screen. Like, he's actually I mean, unpleasant. After, after, after the events involving the family might could, I think there's, like... I think that's reasonable. Yeah, like he's genuinely unpleasant, unpleasant to see on the screen sometimes. Uh, um, but in uh, in Commandos in the Classroom, I think my like that's got one of the my many like Homestar Runner cellar door kind of moments. Which is, uh, <laughs> it's not a particularly like big lot. There's a moment in that episode where he it's number two, I think, of the peer to teen choice behaviors, and he's he's imagining them as slices of pizza, and at the end of his yep. thing, he goes. <laughs> pepperoni and <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason that's just like getting watched in my brain <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but in between shopping for danger and cheat commandos they did the cheat commandos o's commercial time to break time to break fast, fast. <laughs> but yeah the uh the cheat commandos o's um, I always, I always like that. Um, I always like that one quite a bit because is that is that the one where they have like the one character? Does one of that characters actually ever say they're not O's in the commercial? Because I, I always remember them saying that, and I don't remember <laughs> if it's a different internet video that I saw that had a similar gag. It might have been because that's the only one where the Chi Commandos O's joke. Like it's a it's a joke that I've seen other shows do before. Like any fake serial is something O's. Some very weird trivia from the Wikipedia page of this, of the Cheat Commandos O's video. If you press the back button uh, at the end of this tune, it always goes back to main page eight. Which one is main page eight? <laughs> I'm going to check that out. Oh, it's the, uh, the would you oh, like to ride in my beautiful balloon, which is another one of the creepier moments on the website. <laughs> Cheat Commandos has uh, a cellar door moment for me as well. Um, in the part two of the two-part episode uh, when Gun Haver has just broken uh, Blue Laser Commander out of uh, jail effectively. And uh, he he looks at the toilet on the wall and goes, ha, this toilet has the green water in it. A cool. <laughs> what I love about that line is there's nothing in the entire preceding nothing. episode or anything that happens to provide any reason for why he says that. It's an absolute it's an absolute so big gulps, huh? Line. <laughs> yeah, he says it for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> 
I, I also very much enjoy how Flash Fight loves the name of Firebird in that one. Yeah, he goes, I wouldn't yes. want to waste such an excellent commando name. Yeah. Also great is the fact that uh, at the end of part one of the part of the two-part episode, there's Viola plays it. And then they complete in the second one at the very end where it just says, it's in toys. <laughs> <laughs> What I like about Cheat Commandos, though, is I really think it highlights one of the things that the Brothers Chaps and Cheat Commandos and sorry, not Cheat Commandos and Homestar Runner do in general is taking a one off joke and then just building like a comical amount of scaffolding around that one joke to the point where you kind of like you. It's it's very hard to introduce people to the show because you have to explain. It's like, like jumping into a Spider-Man comic, like in the sixth volume. Yeah, like like they like they have like. Uh, like the Chi Commandos thing from that you get like Crack Stuntman, for example, who's a character that can't exist without Cheat Commandos and nothing he does makes sense unless you've seen <laughs> like a bunch of other episodes. Like yeah. they've built an entire world that I don't know. It does Cheat Commandos like the TV show. And this is just a general open sort of question. Does it exist like in the world of like free country USA or is it its own universe because crack stuntman's a normal man with a regular <laughs> boss like with a boss and a job and a and girlfriend like, a girlfriend in like life and he's voicing and, a, animated and apparently a two-story hot tub like I have like if we're looking at like degrees of reality does he exist more than the home star universe <laughs> that's genuinely upsetting and I don't like to think about it. The toys definitely exist in the universe because they they are the characters that made the commercial for the toys. It's so, uh, Strong uh, Bad Homestar at Coach Z playing with the toys. Does that mean does that mean that if if uh does that mean that the entirety of the the next episode is diegetic? Like the if the if they can play with the toys in real life, does that mean that like all of the cutaways to crack stuntmen talking to uh uh, what, what's the character? What's the character's name? I completely H. forgot. H. Mendez. H. Mendez. Um, does that mean that like all of the cutaways, like that's just what happens on the television screen, like when you're watching? <laughs> like, are those are those cutaways diegetic? I need to know. I think they're supposed to be. What? Why is Crack Stuntman a normal man? <laughs> They need they need a normal man to appeal to the teens and tell them not to play with too many knives. He looks like he, he looks like if Guile scrubbed out like two days into military training and just did voice acting. He's yeah. kind of a Duke Nukem looking guy. Yeah, I mean that that's the other that's the other comparison I was thinking. But I, I just kind of went Guile for no real reason other than I'd like to imagine <laughs> I'd like to imagine him shouting Sonic Boom. <laughs> Is the thing like like to go back to like you know like uh like the you know kids don't play with too many knives there or what is it what's it called important rap song I believe yep. is the official title yeah. of the episode that whole uh you know a, a rap song about safety and spring break but uh, <laughs> that that whole episode again like kind of goes to the whole point that they just construct an entire 80s pastiche around a one-off joke from a female <laughs> like because that yeah whole limousine was that too. That's true. Limousine, because limousine, again, are normal human men <laughs> and they exist and interact with like whatever it is that Strong Bad is and whatever it is that the Cheat and Homestar are, because he talks to Larry Palaroncini in like several episodes. Yeah, and all of them are Matt Chapman wearing different outfits in front <laughs> of a green screen. <laughs> That's true. I like how like deliberately shitty all of, like the the scenes where he talks to Larry Palancini is like. They're recorded like he's on a Skype call that keeps dropping frame rate really fast. <laughs> like I know this is really off topic, but I've always enjoyed that. Yeah, they and, had good cameras. They just chose to use like a shitty 2005 webcam. Yeah, like they continue to use it. It's like it's like Strong Bad says in that one uh, that one uh, what do you call that one uh, Halloween costumes episode. In a year where everyone ha has a 200 gregapixel camera on their phones, <laughs> why do you still send me photos that look like they were taken from a of the bottom of a swamp water? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, 
anyway, is to get yeah to get back to the cheat commandos. Before we get back to it, do y'all mind if I just do a slight another tangent that I just thought of, which is it's kind of it's 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 about my girlfriend. It's a little bit sappy, but I it's just very funny. It is it is germane slightly at least. I right, go go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So like uh, a month or so into or a month a month or two into uh dating my girlfriend andrea we um we were at this bar and uh i uh i um uh, i like let her out of the booth we were sitting in to go to the bathroom and i was like and she was like and i was like you don't fall in she's and she just says i can make it on my own are you little fucking brother and like I, 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 I very much identified that as like the moment in the relationship that I knew that there was something extremely special. <laughs> yeah, you, you two are little brother and tenderfoot. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Is that how you see, see them? <laughs> the strong bad voice. There's a two-legged oh. elephant. <laughs> oh, I see. You as a what does he say? I see you as a no-legged hippo or something like that. I can't remember how he describes he, Strong Sad. Strong Sad was like, do you see me as a one-legged puppy? No, I see you as a two-legged elephant named Tenderfoot. Oh, yeah, that's how Tenderfoot comes into existence. <laughs> oh, Tenderfoot. Oh. oh, God. Can you help me make the most out of life? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. What I say, none of this makes any sense unless you've seen like at least three episodes of the show that explain. Well, no, just one, actually, just one. Uh, yeah. The whole crying, I think it's called. Yeah, I can't imagine anybody listens to this podcast who hasn't at least seen three episodes of Homestar Runner. That's oh, true. Absolutely. Like, this is very, um, this is very bad at being an introduction to the show. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, I, I think we were talking a little bit about the uh, important rap song. Can we get a little bit more into that? Because what is the difference between fly and fresh? Because I don't good, know what it is. That's a it good question. There is a difference. I mean, we're we're kind of taking Gunhaver on his authority right now that he, he knows mean, the difference. Listen, Gunhaver has a two-story hot tub with an underwater <laughs> fireplace. I will take this man's authority and his authority on anything it's right yeah, i should have said it was, I, would, uh, I would trust this i would trust this man to tell me things about myself that are patently untrue <laughs> crack stuntman could tell me that i have four feet and i would say yes that is correct <laughs> so i should have said this is obviously sorry this is i believe crack stuntman out of character doing this rap but um what i i, I also do like that it, in the opening uh, to the, this video, he refers to himself as the voice of the gun shaver. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that's a, a thing that he actually doesn't know the name of the character he voiced on uh, on Cheat Commandos. Yeah, like it, it's heavily implied that he's famous for some other reason. And he <laughs> just ended up doing this voice. But I don't remember if they ever got into what that actually was. I've gone through like a couple of his like a couple of the crack stuntman episodes like just on uh you know just on uh, HR wiki and stuff and I don't think crack stuntman actually has much of a backstory. He debuted on Marzipan's answering machine. <laughs> Man, that that's such an underrated series. I love Marzipan's answering machine so much. Also, apparently his last name is pronounced Stuntman. Like uh, with, uh, an apostrophe replacing the E in stunt or uh, the A in stuntman. Yeah. Uh, also, do remember that he does it, he does always introduce himself as Blam Crack Stuntman. <laughs> yes. he, he 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 insisted on changing the script, providing that. Oh, he also voiced Krakotage and introduced that character for his girlfriend. Yeah. Well, he 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 voiced Krakotage once. That is a yeah. non, that is a non-canon iteration of Krakatage, and I, that is not my that is not the Krakatage that I know and love. Yes, in the next episode, Crack Stuntman insisted on providing Krakatage's voice instead of Gunhaver's because, quote, he liked the rhyming guy's lines better. <laughs> so he's apparently uh, apparently he's also uh, sorry he's also a worked at Bubs's concession stand maybe. <laughs> and because Bub says in the email original that uh, was it that he was one of the replacement Bubs, obviously preceding <laughs> fan fa preceding fan favorite Onion Bubs. 
Now, do do you, I have a question? This is this might be an upsetting question, so feel free to not go down this road if you don't want to. But like, if so, if something happens to Bubs and the replacement Bubs is tapped at, for like for duty, does it is it like a Santa Claus esque transformation? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh God. like this crack stuntman put on the orange shirt and then suddenly his skin turns blue hmm that's bad to think about um... <laughs> this, the bubs claws there must always be a bubs in bubs's concession it just reminds me of that one you know uh the you know uh one giant hand or a pixelated boat on twitter yes yeah they did a uh, a comic that was just uh, it was like the it was the end of it was the end of the San- or the sorry the beginning of the Santa Claus with like Tim Allen standing over Santa Claus's body with a gun and he's like oh he goes you've killed him dad is like no I've set you free Santa Claus ruled over us or something like that and you see him turning into Santa Claus like no Billy you have to do it you have to kill me and that's all I can think about anytime anyone <laughs> anytime anyone brings up uh, anything to do with the Santa Claus now. It's weird how like there was a there was like a mainstream movie where Santa Clausification was a was the defining plot point. Yeah, not only does he murder Santa, like he he, 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 he TFs into Santa Claus. There are some very graphic scenes of him TFing in that movie. And no, Santa, like, Claus, Santa Claus 2 specifically has like some weird ones. There's no way that there's not someone online who's like horny for that. Oh, Eden, I've, I've, I'm, I'm almost certain that I've explicitly like met people who are horny about that. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm sure there's somewhere online on a channel like Age, Age, was it Age Progression Man 69 on YouTube who's cut <laughs> together uh, like a super cut of every single time you see the beard starting to grow in, in like in Santa Claus. And yeah, got, you're not it's, wrong. It's be, it's or... right beside the it's right beside all of the scenes in uh, Evan Almighty where he turns into Moses again. Yeah, he shows he shows that 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 person uh, ha, uh, is is a collaborator with that YouTuber who uh, just posts clips of petrification. Okay, I did I didn't know that was a thing. Hey, yeah, do you guys no, want to talk about Hopestar Runner? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to talk about the guy who has a petrification fetish, but if you insist. Remember when the elves uh, tied up uh, an overweight Homestar runner and shoved a donut in his mouth? Because I remember that. <laughs> I don't, and I'm trying really hard not to. That statement rendered. That statement dealt psychic damage. <laughs> He's rolled th- rolled two d uh, rolled two d six psychic damage after hearing that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Also, apparently, uh, Crack Stuntman, also, yeah, Crack Stuntman was also in the Fist of Knuckles series, but I don't know where that was from. Oh, the email rated. He was in the uh, one of the triple R-rated movies that uh, Strong Bad tries to go see. So he must be a movie star. Then he must. That must be what he's famous for. He just is an actor. Yeah, yeah kind of, kind of a Lucas Lee type character. Yeah, where oh, he's man. he's constantly trying to get out of being typecast as gun haver, but consistently failing. Not to throw us on another tangent, but like, do you think Scott Pilgrim holds up? <laughs> just you know. Okay, wait. Hold. Sorry, just hold on one second here. The only thing I gotta know is how that connects to this. <laughs> someone said you. Someone said Lucas Lee. I, I, oh, I did. Right. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted to know because it felt very out of the blue. I've just been thinking a lot about that movie lately, and I, I jumped at the opportunity to talk about it. I'm gonna say no. You go ahead, David. You were gonna say something. I think I cut you off. I, I think that a lot of it definitely still holds up. I, I watched that movie at least one or two times every year still. Just because I love the characters so much, and it's obvious the actors just had a really great time and yeah. just got along super well. Man, that whole May Whitman character arc sucks, though. Oh God! It, my biggest problem with that whole thing is it's another one. Of, it, it has the kind of the Rick and Morty effect about it, where Scott Pilgrim is a bad guy and is explicitly made out to be a bad guy, and then oh, like, yeah. and then like a legion of like nerdy dudes go like, "No, I'm like Scott Pilgrim now." Well, Scott and, Pilgrim. Well, 
Scott Pilgrim was much more able was much more made out to be a shitty dude in like I mean the thing about Scott Pilgrim is that like you should go into that movie and the first time you meet Scott Pilgrim is you when you learn that he is dating a 17-year-old and you should immediately just jump to the opinion, oh, this guy fucking sucks. Yeah, he really sucks. And yeah, that's, and that's that's introduced in the first two seconds of the movie. Yeah. But for some reason, like people just see that and they're like, well, I mean, Nobody's <laughs> nope, perfect. The, yeah. the real protagonist of that movie. The real protagonist of that movie is definitely Wallace. I would say. Oh, absolutely. I actually, don't remember who Wallace is. Wallace is, his, Wallace is his gay roommate. Oh yeah, yes. I was gonna say. Um, even even though she's obviously not handled very well, the the lesbian <laughs> evil ex. Uh yeah, Mae Whitman. Yeah, May. I definitely. I definitely like I, I feel I feel her energy, even if she's obviously a really badly written character. Um anyways, Homestar Runner uh is a cartoon <laughs> that we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> From the um, internet. Let's talk about the uh let's talk about the two parter. All right. Yeah. yeah. The the two parter. So we meet um we we meet um oh my god, I cannot what the fuck's his name? Flash fight. Yeah. <laughs> The, uh... We finally meet Flash Fight for the first time out of the commercial. Um, also, wait, sorry, this is this is a tangent, but it's related to the home to this at least. Um, is the only time that Foxface shows up in the rap video? Foxface is a real character. I thought you were doing a bit. No, <laughs> no, that was one of the toys from the toy commercial. Yeah, Foxface is a character. Oh, she's yeah, the yeah, girl. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's it's the it's she is the 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 honey who is either fresh or fly in rap song in the yes, in yeah. rap song. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I just watched that. How did I like literally ten minutes, <laughs> like ten minutes before we started recording? God. Um, but yeah, I think so. I think I don't think she ever really shows up beyond just kind of being a background character when they need like a female uh, cheat commando just in a shot. Yeah, yeah. The notes on her toy say. Uh, lady type, natural hair color, totally has it together, and not one of the guys. <laughs> I mean, that's about my. That's not how I'm trying to live my life. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the natural hair color part. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what I do, what I do love about uh... God, I, I, that'd be so much. That'd be so much funnier. Can you guys wait to like post this episode until like a month and a half from now when I've finally gotten the money to dye my entire head of hair hot pink? Uh, honestly, given like the fact, <laughs> given the amount of like essay related stuff I have to do and how well I can manage my time, that just might be when the editing gets done. <laughs> but yeah. no, I'm no, for real though, I'm going to try my best to get this out as quickly as possible. I don't want to be, you know, I want to hopefully do this more like consistently, especially because I'm not in a bad spot right now. But anyways, uh, the yeah, the first one. What I like also is that it has two of the better jokes, in my opinion, uh, in the in like cheat commandos in general, which is the when he says uh, "CC does, let's move." Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Wouldn't just CCs be shorter and make more sense?" <laughs> and then immediately after that, they have the Bureau of Elite Fighting Forces or Beef. Which, uh, actually, yeah. that would be Beth. <laughs> yes, that would be well, fine. The Bureau of Every Elite Fighting Force. Beef. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is not only a great joke on its own, but it also points out that there are, must be like regional cheat commandos in different countries, and they're specifically like the strong baddie and cheat commandos, because if there's more than one elite fighting force, they're part of some larger I mean group. We see we see that and let us give tanks right because we see those those other cheat commandos the green helmets uh, in the midst of a when these green helmets are not associated with the cheat commandos uh, play bay the the base playset uh, <laughs> they are not associated with that so these guys, those guys are obviously a different cheat commando like uh, regime oh yeah that's right they've uh, they've got like fifty of them um, yeah there, there's there's subtle fuge dry ghost swamp slash and uh, fudge clank. Well, those those are those are like the not quite good, not not always sometimes good, sometimes bad mercenary team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking this about like, the, I, I was referring to the Fudge green Clank helmet. is like the clown. Does he actually ever come back in the rest? Can you say that again, Eden? You kind of trailed off. Uh oh, Eden. Hello. Yep. There you are. <laughs> okay. Can you yeah. ask your question again? Your your network uh, connection kind of crapped out there. I'm gonna love editing this. Um. 
what I was gonna I was asking just like does uh Oh, where was? I? Oh, yeah. Does uh, Fudge Clank ever come back in that episode beyond the one kind of gag shot where they show him do like the little uh, like he comes in dressed up as a clown? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. No, Fudge Clank. I don't even remember which one Fudge Clank is. He's the he's like they show like the three. Oh, in, that uh, one. Yeah, the clown. The clown. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And then at the end, there is the Easter egg. Uh, of I think Tarantula singing about Fudge Clank instead of Trudge Mank. Get down with the Fudge Clank. <laughs> oh, I also love how I also love the song that they sing when they uh, when they drive the fucking um, oh my god what's it called the fucking Ramshankle. It's the Ramshankle, and you know dang well it's made of old toys that we could sell. <laughs> and then also the continuity, the the just the random continuity of the uh, the fucking pony fights. Yes, and non-violent dressage mishaps volume two. <laughs> I wouldn't do much fighting ponies. <laughs> also, uh, one of my um, favorite small one of my favorite small details about when we see pony fights is um the screen that just says like we did PG thirteen for like lots and lots of equine mishaps <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the fuck it says. All right, I've got a question here. In a, it's a very kind of one-off line, but uh, Blue Laser, when he they show that he's there playing televised video games, he uh, he yells, uh, "What kind of power up is Moist Beam?" And I'm just curious <laughs> as to what you guys think Moist Beam would do. I think, I mean, I think it's just he's playing Mega Man, and like he just he he, <laughs> refi- he he's probably playing like a bootleg Mega Man, where like you pick like Mega Man, uh, probably like Mega Man. Boot like Mega Man three because then he probably picks up like the bubble beam, but it's called the moist beam. <laughs> so it's like a fan translation of uh, Mega Man. Yeah, that sounds that sounds reasonable to me. Side note: There's now a really really good video that uh, Brian David Gilbert put out on Polygon, uh, ranking all of the robot masters from Mega Man. It's a very good video. Honestly, like I'm a I've just started watching Polygon's videos, so I'm catching up on a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. But uh, Brian David Gilbert is probably my favorite of the Polygon boys right now. He just seems like a very nice, very nice guy, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's me. just. And I'm really out. sad that Gil and Gilbert stopped being a thing or at least temporarily. They're, they're, they're on break right now. Yeah, that was uh, Pat Gill, right? Yeah, Pat, Patrick okay. Gill. Yes. Patrick Gill. Yes. Did they I, uh, stop? Do, did they stop doing? Please retweet. Is that a thing still? Oh yeah. They uh, they could because they tricked. Uh, because they got them to retweet. Because, uh, well. Oh, they did. Was, yeah. Because um. So, I hate talking about this guy, but Nick Robinson was involved in the coup at the very end because he cosplayed Helix from Arms. Mm-hmm. And um, then, uh, like he, there were like four photos, and to- and Toad wearing a diaper was inserted into one of the photos at one percent opacity, and <laughs> Nintendo of America retweeted it. Uh, I mean, oh man, that fucking sucks because that dude fucking sucks. But that's also a really yeah. funny way to do it's, it. It's hilarious, but it's also like just garbage boy stink man belongs in the shithole. <laughs> Which is a Monster Factory reference for those who haven't watched Monster Factory. You should do that thing. Yeah, I've I've been watching it, but there's a lot of it, <laughs> and there is a lot of it, and a lot of like I, I've seen all the important bits. I've seen melting Bart Simpson. I've seen I think Dog Should Vote. It's all it's all there now in my brain, just rattling around. <laughs> um, right. It's it's the other crayon in your brain. <laughs> yes, Mont. Honestly, there's a few now. My brain's mostly crayon at this point. Like, it's largely <laughs> wax. Um, Homestar Runner, Monster Factory, just anything with the McElroys ever since joining this fucking Discord. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, also, the other thing I was going to mention about the uh, the, two point epi- the two-part episode, uh, beyond the fact that the callous disregard that the military shows for its soldiers in this one, which I think is excellent social commentary. Um, but also the fact that uh, when they, the uh, blue laser commander has a pamphlet specifically prepared for, to recruit Reynolds that just says, so they never let you on any <laughs> missions. Blue laser can help. <laughs> yeah. That, I, I do really appreciate Reynolds because um, 
as somebody who, you know, has an office job and used to live in, uh, used to live in apartments. And the only thing that I cared about was needing to go grocery shopping soon. Uh, that really <laughs> spoke to me. Uh, and of course the, the whole thing, um, one of his quotes, uh, from I think one of the earliest episodes of Sheet Commandos has been something that comes up all the time between me and my wife, which is the thing about like uh, step off blue lasers, put down those discettes and fiscal reports. Don't make <laughs> me use that gun that I have. <laughs> Actually, I think I've uh, I found uh, confirmed proof here that the show is like diegetic. <laughs> sorry. sorry. I just, my brain just like said, my brain just said to me the words, remember when Gunhaver fucking killed that guy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he killed Flashfight, I think, at the end. (laughs) Wait, what? He fucking murked him, remember? No. He's He's like, don't worry about it. He's wearing that bulletproof vest. And then reinforcement walks in with the bulletproof. He just straight up shoots Flashfight in the chest. (laughs) <laughs> Gunhammer killed a man Gunhammer killed a cheat? Is it cheat? Yeah. This is also social commentary about what happens when you have gun <laughs> <laughs> You kill a cheat uh, oh, okay. yeah. But I think I have proof here that uh, the show is diegetic in the Homestar universe because at the end of a two part episode part one if you click on the T You'll see Strong Bad and Homestar Runner uh, in on the couch watching the episode, and Strong Bad goes, "Boy, that gun haver sure knows how to kill a cliffhanger." And then Homestar Runner says, "I can't wait to see what kind of restaurant those hamsters open up next." <laughs> so I think it is one hundred percent, one hundred percent in uh, in their universe. It's just a TV show, and Crack Stuntman is just a normal man, just who lives in Free Country USA, maybe because like he I think that's somewhere a- in the USA. I think that's an important question is, is Free Country USA literally in the States or is it some sort of like area you can visit like sweet putt and cakes where you just have to think about strong bad a lot and you're there? If you find a way to go there, don't tell me. <laughs> this honestly seems like a good idea. Um, also, one of also in this epi- in that same episode, one of the blue laser minions calls uh, calls blue laser uh, his dad, which is kind of an uncomfortable Thing. Blue laser minion one goes uh, at the end. It goes. Do you think Dad just forgot to pick us up? And then the blue laser minion two goes. You know he doesn't like it when we. Co- you know he doesn't like it when you call him that. <laughs> so my question is: Does the blue minion? Do the blue laser minions call him Daddy? I think uh, I have to. Go, I have to go home. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is uh, is over now. Yeah, we have Who, questions. Wait, 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 wait. Whose children are the twins? Oh, oh no. I the don't blue laser like twins. It. Yeah, let's 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 explore this space. <laughs> play let's with not. me. I don't want to explore this space. Come on, come on, play play with me. Play with me in this space for a minute. Who, who which? How did this? Ha- how did this happen? Uh, <laughs> who's, who's responsible fine. for this? Gunhaver and Gunhaver had the kids, and Blue Laser kidnapped them at like from the fucking nursery room at the hospital. See, that's way more wholesome than I was expecting. <laughs> like, it's not, like, the best. Yeah, I, wanted to, I wanted to get out of this space immediately. So I just gave me the best answer I could come up with on the fly. <laughs> okay, and yeah. the cashier requested a price check on two twins. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's let's leave this. Yeah, let's leave this space now. It's it's been uh it's been about 15 minutes. I think we've have we talked I think the only one we haven't talked about quickly is uh should probably go into uh pistols for let pandas. Let's give tanks. Oh yeah, that's true. Let us give tanks and pistols for pandas. So, uh Pistol. sorry, yeah. I uh, I guess my playlist must have been missing that uh, I was watching them off of a playlist and I was just distrusting that this playlist list labeled Cheat Commandos All Videos would have all of the videos in the Cheat Commandos series. It didn't have Let Us Give Tanks? or, or it, had, uh, it had Let Us Give Tanks. It did not have Pistols for Pandas. Well, Pistols for Pandas, they're just like in an Easter egg. It's it's mostly a Crack Stuntman video. I just think he kind of uh, counts. Okay. Uh, those those Pandas we talk, need all... We, we, talk, we, we talked a little bit about uh, fucking the... Uh, um, about let us give tanks. My, my the only thing that I really remember of let us let us give tanks off the dome that I really like is uh, Gunhaver exploding out of the already cooked turkey. <laughs> <laughs>
even though you just saw him back at the uh, the headquarters playsets. Yeah. <laughs> my my favorite is I'm thankful for the gift of rhyme. And then there's I'm like also another one. Thankful for this for land. Land. <laughs> <laughs> And like lastly, another one that gets stuck in my head constantly is uh, the song he plays at the end. That by all our play sets and by all our play sets and by all our play sets and toys. A holiday classic. classic. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like. I, there's not that I always thought there was more cheat commandos than there actually was. There's only like seven or eight videos that actually have them in it. That's true. Yeah, actually, sorry, it's 11. But one of them, one of the 11 is the both parts of the two part episode and two crack stuntman episodes that only kind of include them. Like the important yeah. rap song. They, and they include Gun Haver by virtue of including crack stuntman. I mean, there is that bit in Pistols for Pandas in the Easter egg where you see just uh, Gun Haver just firing away at some enclosed pandas. <laughs> <laughs> Which they make it unclear as to whether or not he's shooting real pandas or pandas in the show. <laughs> because the other character, again, in that sort of very meta thing Homestar Runner does a lot, seems concerned that he's doing this. And then Gun Haver responds to him as crack stuntman like saying i don't you know like he's just happy to have his old job back <laughs> yeah pistols for pandas the organization is what was introduced in that uh answering machine that you were talking about um where he calls and leaves marzipan a message to say stop protesting at their rallies <laughs> oh yeah because she's like was it I, I can't remember exactly why is it because she's like was it too much or not enough in terms of her protesting <laughs> I, I can't remember the reason. It's a good question. My guess is too much. Because I, I, I never really watched the Marzipan's answering machines very often, and I for, totally forgot that there was even a reference to them on Marzipan's answering machine, so I've completely forgotten about... Uh, completely forgotten oh, why man. that is. I'm on there right now. Uh... Yeah, Marzipan's answering machine has some of the best lines from the entire website. Like... Uh, at le- there's at least one of these in every single uh, in, in every single answering machine, which is just strong bad calling with a extremely poorly planned prank call. And oh, yes. One of them is just him saying, "Marzipan, look, this is goat face. I have a goat for a face. <laughs> Not that my face is a goat's face or my head is a goat's head. Like my face." Is an entire goat. <laughs> it's like a reverse centaur. <laughs> yeah, it's just That's another one. thing I don't like to think about. The reverse well, in centaur. Case, in that case, I think we have questions. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we've really exhausted the well here on Cheat Commandos, folks. Uh, we've got we've got a question here from the Get Up Noise. Uh, who asks, characters I've always wondered about is the voice actors, Crack Stuntman, his girlfriend, and Chimendez, those folks. What's their deal? I think we actually already kind of covered that. We've talked about it a little bit, but my question is still like, for example, like A. Chimendez, or like, and I think we can also drag Cherry Greg into this as well. Uh, do like, again, in what, like, I, I think we've kind of shown that like Crack Stuntman has to exist sort of diegetically with the rest of the characters. But what about like those other sort of voice actors and kind of directors and people who exist like externally? Because H. Mendez, you never see him. He's just a slightly racist Mexican accent, really. Right. Well, yeah, you see you see his silhouette and then you also see his cheat commando, Agent to Mendez. Agent to Mendez, which is a very good joke to me. It is. Um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, they their whole kind of deal, I guess, is just that they're for some reason regular humans who do TV shows about whatever it is that the cheat is as a secret it's agent. Weird. I, this is getting to weird echelons and it's giving me a headache. <laughs> yeah, they're, I don't know. They're regular, the regular human people who exist in this world for some reason. Cause like, I always used to think that Marzipan was technically like a regular human woman, but she definitely doesn't have arms and not, <laughs> And in that uh, characters from yonder website, when they show her bending at the knees, it's like her neck that's bending. So I think that she's got her knee in her neck or something like that. Like, I don't 
yeah, definitely not human, I guess, is the point I'm trying to make here. Also, is Pistols for yeah. Pandas uh, 501c3 so they uh, can uh, deduct it from their taxes? Hmm, that's a good question. At, they they did hire crack stuntmen, so whether they're a nonprofit is up for debate. That's true. He does claim they're a nonprofit in the despite wearing uh, his his new sunglasses that he holds very close to his heart. He does claim they're a nonprofit. Um, can uh, also I think you had an answer for this one, uh, David. Uh, can those uh, uh, Crocabit asks? Uh, can those cheat plushies even be acquired anymore? Okay, so. For those who don't know, um, they're briefly, I think around 2003 to 2004, were, um, there, there were Kick the Cheat, the Cheat plushes uh, sold through the Homestar uh, store. And they're, they're the Cheat, and uh, it has a little uh, sensor inside that can sense when you've like, um, like slapped it or kicked punched it. it or obviously kicked it. And... Uh, yeah, they only made a limited number of them. Um, I was sad that I didn't get one at the time, but I I was a 14-year-old and thus didn't have money to call my own. Um, but now, uh, if you... Uh, so today is the 14th of November, 2018, and uh, there is a new listing on eBay uh, for a working the cheat plush stuffed Homestar Runner Strong Bad 2003 Harmless Junk. So... <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, it starts at two ninety nine ninety nine. I like that they picked a nice concise name for their uh, eBay listing. Yeah, SEO on eBay is just wild. Like you have to put all of the possible words that anybody could be looking for that are tangentially related to the thing you're selling. Elsa, Spider Man, Family Finger Party, uh, Family Finger Song, cheap, harmless junk toy. Um. <laughs> And uh, lastly, funny moments, funny, funniest moments. Um, and lastly, a squeak gone wrong. <laughs> um, epic gone fail. sexual. <laughs> ben Shapiro epically mocks and owns the cheat plushie <laughs> live on <laughs> university debate. Share for 10,000 free V bucks. <laughs> <laughs> a homestar runner voice. Okay, this is epic. I can't do the 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 lisp. But okay, this is ep- ep- epic. Can you can you say okay, this is epic in a Homestar voice, David? Uh, yes. So Matt Chapman said at one point, I don't remember where um, that Homestar's voice impediments were mostly because he was saying all the lines through like a big toothy grin into the microphone. So let me let me fashion one of those real quick. Okay, this is epic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. I just needed. I just needed that sound bite. (laughs) Oh, that's a ringtone for sure. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, call one eight hundred five 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 the stick, and we can hook you up with a home star saying, "Okay, this is epic ringtone," Uh, and annoy your friends with an obscure reference to a small podcast. Um, that's a text tone like your your phone starts going off in a meeting like okay this is epic okay this is epic sorry I need to take this <laughs> it just immediately gets fired from your job when people hear that just the boss doesn't even like say anything it's just whenever that like if you get a text message and that's your text alert it's just always a text of your pink slip to whatever job you're currently working at <laughs> <laughs> Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's text. <laughs> <laughs> just, as long as you don't answer it, you keep the job. Um, uh, last, last but not least, we have a question from... I'm not sure if this is a response to something we said or if this is a question that they asked because I don't know what it means. But a squeaky guy asked, what did they know that we don't? All. <laughs> I think that you they know, were responding something to something that one of us said earlier. <laughs> I, I think that that any cartoon like especially from the era of like the 80s and 90s that was specifically meant to sell merchandise that they know more than we do about almost everything oh absolutely like i mean i think even the creator of like i think that the creator of penny arcade probably knows way more than any of us do because like he somehow turned that like absolute hogwash into like a massive booming business 
Yeah, I mean, it got popular enough for Homestar Runner to make a reference to it, so there's that. Wait, when? Oh, there was a there was a strong bad email about web comics. Oh yeah, that's right. And they yeah they they also they referenced Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff in that one too. It yeah it was either it was either Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff or some other. It, it may have been like Pokey the Penguin, um, which is another uh, very very crudely drawn web comic that may be the oldest still running web comic on the internet. I think it started in 1998. Oh, geez, it's as old as I am. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I know, cause I, cause I know, cause the line, uh, uh, just for anyone who's into the line that I'm talking about is when he goes, uh, and if writing jokes is too hard for you, you can just MS paint your way to a non punchline. And yeah. that sounds like sweet bro. And <laughs> Jeff. Um, but yeah, I, I think, uh, I did. I wonder if Homestar runner will ever do a reference to Wallace and Sean. Do you mean Boston and oh, Sean? Shit, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, was like, I think my brain had Wallace and Gromit and Boston and Sean in the same like mental mental Wallace neighbor. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Wallace and Sean. Or Boston and No no no, his name is Wallace Wells. <laughs> Wait. So yeah, so like in his one episode, like Homestar gonna show up and he's like, I I ate too much grass. <laughs> he's like, you should have used a wand mower. <laughs> Uh, then that's a <laughs> reference to obscure fetish webcomic Boston and Sean there. <laughs> Anyways, I think that let me, we hang on. Let me let me link a Pokey the Penguin uh, strip in the chat real quick so you can see about MS painting your way to a non ending. Right. I'm just going to got to open that link. Yeah, that's about that's about a Pokey the Penguin comic strip. <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> I, I love it. How much so money? Much. Th- how? OK, hold on. Quick question: How much money do you think Pokey the Penguin is pulling on Patreon? Probably about twenty three dollars. I'm opening it. Okay, Eden. Eden, winner is the winner is whoever gets closest without going over. Well, the smallest problem is because I thought you were asking a genuine question. I just opened Pokey the Penguin's Patreon, so I know the answer now. Uh, I probably would have said around sixty bucks and been very wrong. It's it's one hundred ninety nine dollars. That That's, is about 199 yeah. too many dollars for that comic I just read. <laughs> you know, it's been a part of people's lives for so long. I imagine that, you know, it's it's well worth it to those people. But like I genuinely is this like supposed to be deliberately bad? Because <laughs> yes. like I think so. Because it doesn't make any sense even ironically. Like they've got like how this is how Pokey and his friends defeated the the end, and it's just all crossed out. Like I don't I don't understand the point of this comic. Anyways, folks, I think that's going to bring us to the end of uh, this particular episode of the Stick. Uh, I'd like to uh, thank everyone for listening. Just going to run through the folks you've been listening here today on the Stick Noise Spaces Best and Only Homestar Runner themed podcast. I have been Eden. You can uh, find me on at TP underscore Albuquerque on Twitter or on Tumblr at the full words turning space point space Albuquerque and any number of misspellings of the phrase turning point Albuquerque or TP underscore Albuquerque on your particular social media of choice. And also listen to the other podcasts on noise space like this, uh, like uh, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon going to die or I don't know my pod cabbages. There's my two shoutouts uh, for this one. Uh, David? Yep, I'm David. You can find me on Twitter at, at Daves with three Vs, D-A-V-V-V-E-S, and on Tumblr at D-A-V-V-V-D. And uh, I'm going to be starting another podcast here pretty soon. I just got the, uh, the art back for it, so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, you can follow uh, the Twitter for The Stick at, at the stick Pod on Twitter. Yeah, that was a good idea to mention that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, do I go now? Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can find me... Uh, <clears throat> sorry. You can find me uh, on Twitter at SunHatGenia. That's S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. Uh, that's also what my handle is on Twitch, where I stream speedruns. I've been learning Mega Man lately, which is a very fun speed game. Uh, and you can also find me on Mastodon, uh, which is also Genia at Snouts.online if you happen to be on Mastodon. Uh, also, I'm on Tumblr, Chie Satanakas. That's C-H-I-E-S-A-T-O-N-A-K-A-S. 
Um, and I also host three podcasts, uh, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, the Leftism podcast, Fear Baiting, which is a horror movie podcast where me and my friend Blair watch horror movies and talk about them from a queer idiot's point of views, and uh, The Wonder Years, where Blair and I and another friend, Seda, um, get together and reread the Animorphs books, which are fucking terrifying, frankly. Now, ladies and gentlemen uh, and everybody, thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Stick. And remember to buy all our play sets and toys. All right. Wait, should, should we sing it? Uh, should we sing right. it? <laughs> Three, two, one. Buy all our play, buy sets, all our play sets, sets and toys. A short addendum here. Uh, I would also like to thank Hyper Chicken for the use of their theme song, Always Beezing and Doozing. You can uh, check out their songs on SoundCloud. A link that will be in the description to this podcast. And you can find a link to the show Art by Summer, another podcast host here of My Pod Cabbages and also the designer of a lot of different uh, podcast art here on the Noise Space Network. That will be down in the description as well. Sorry we forgot during the body of the show. It's been a while since we recorded an episode.